The Flowering Stigma, brought to you by the CEU Microbiology Society, school year 2021-2022. Surprise! And welcome to the third episode of the third season of The Flowering Stigma, brought to you by the CEU Microbiology Society. It feels good to be back. Grabe, we've come so far na. Tatlong seasons na tayo. How are you guys? Ikaw, Ate Artane, how are you? I am doing very good. Grabe. Uh, this season, super exciting nito. Kasi nga, animals. And um, karamihan naman ng mga tao is animal lover. And it does feel good to be back. Again, thank you for our listeners and to the members of our organization. We would not have done it without you guys. We very much appreciate the support you've given us as we continue to battle misconception and misinformation. Now, the tagline for this season is, For some reason, it's for baby season. I am Ruth Angeli B. Cabildo. And I am Artane Flores, your host for this season. Before we start this episode, we would like to introduce our fogging speaker, Dr. Sixto Carlos. Hi po, Doc! Hi! Hello, hello. Thank you for inviting me. Back again. Welcome back, Dr. Carlos, to our podcast. We learned a lot from you from our last episode po talaga. Uh, ako personally, super dami ko talagang natutunan doon. So Ruth, ano bang topic natin ngayong episode? Our topic for this episode will still be a type of worm, which are the tapeworms. So to open the conversation, Doc, what are tapeworms po? Okay, first, balik ulit tayo. No? So, diba, we were discussing about the different worms. Worms, groups of parasites, arthropods, arthropods, garapata, insects, blah, blah, blah. Uh, helminths, helminths, nandun yung worms. Yun ang isang, should I say, siguro lang master specialization sa worms. Kasi may helminths, meron kang trematodes, flukes, meron kang nematodes. We discussed last time yung roundworms, kasama yung toxopara, uh, ascaridia, uh, hookworms. And the third one is helminths. And helminths, what makes it different sa iba is, uh, I think, a sexual reproduction then sila. That's one. Two, ano din sila, um, uh, they're, a unique sa tapeworm is they're segmented. Diba? Marami siyang segments. Para siyang train. Pero, ang, ang, ang ano din, ang unique din sa kanila is kailangan mo din ng intermediate host para matransmit ka. We'll be discussing this later. Pero first of all, ang tapeworms kasi may dalawang klase. There are two main groups ng tapeworm. Yung isa ang tawag doon is pseudophilidians and cyclophilidians. Ang pseudophilidians kasi, ito yung may head ka, yung scolex, tapos yung segments, tapos may eggs yun, di ba? Produce ka ng produce ng eggs, tapos hindi siya napuputol. Ang nangyayari, yung older segments, nagiging gravid. Hindi rin siya nakaproduce ng eggs. Ang nakaproduce ng eggs, yung malapit pa sa head. Okay. Ang cyclophilidians, on, uh, ito yung mas common na tapeworms. Ito, yung eggs, para matapos yung life cycle niya, nasa segments, napuputol yung segments, nandun yung eggs, tapos nandun yung larva na nade-develop para eventually maging ano siya. Adult, so hindi siya nagiging gravid. Anyway, going back, ang pseudophilidians, 
Ang example nito is Diphilobothrium latum. It's common. It is found in dogs, cats, and humans. So, ito nakikita sa eggs, sa feces, no? Kung lumabas na. Di ba, bilanggit ko kanina yung lumalabas siya sa segments. May butas doon. Mag-hatch, may corosidium siya, tapos magkakaroon siya, meron siya intermediate host, kinakain siya ng sopepods. Nagiging pro-corosidium siya. Then, yung sopepods na to, kinakain ng second intermediate host ng fish. Tapos ang fish, kapag kinain ng humans, or kinain ng dog, or cat, doon na i-infect. Nagiging adult sa human, or dog, or cat. Another species pa is pyrometra. Um, it's found in dogs, raccoons, again, dogs and cats. Um, again, similar life cycle niya, eggs, larva, parasidium. Um, first intermediate host is a socket pod. The second is amphibian. Amphibians, reptiles, birds, and small mammals. Kapag kinain mo din to, doon may adult sa'yo. Pero yun nga, humans get infected by direct contact with amphibian skin. Kasi in certain places, yung amphibian skin, uh, ginagamit siya for certain medicinal treatment. Eh. Ilalagay sa balat, ang problem na yung larva, from there, pupunta sa skin mo. Nagkakaroon ng larva, uh, larva migration. Ang term doon is parganosis. Pseudophilidians. Sa cyclophilidians, ito yung mas interesting. Uh, sa iba, tawag ito is teniosis. First is, yung teniosolium. Nakikita to sa muscles, ng, muscles, eye, brain, spinal cord of pigs. Meron naman, teniosaginata, which is found in the muscles of, of cattle, especially heart muscle and masticatory. Masticatory, di ba ito? Yung sa chewing. Chewing muscles. Tapos meron isa, teniosiatica, which is, which is found in the liver of pork and cattle. Meron isa yung importante na tapeworm is Echinococcus granulosus. Yan yung nagiging cyst in the liver of sheep, swine, cattle, and even humans. So delikado siya kapag ma-infect ka niyan. And they're found in the small intestine of dogs, mga ibang canids, wolf, dingo, Lion. Uh, yung isang gusto kong i-discuss na common is Dipelidium caninum. Kasi again, I'm a vet. I'm a small animal practitioner. Dipelidium caninum or infection ng, or kung ma-infect ka nito, it's called dipelidiosis. Ang interesting thing, uh, do you have an idea paano natatransmit ang tapeworm ng dog, Dipelidium caninum? Fecal? Feces. O oh, sige. May yung larva doon. Ano nangyayari? Kinakain siya ng flea. Yung pupil stage ng flea, no? So, nangyayari, kapag pag adult nandun pa rin yung, yung, ano, yung isang yung larval stage ng dipelid na tapeworm na to, no? It's by swallowing. So, kung ikaw nagka-tapeworm, ah, yung itong specific tapeworm na to, nakalunok ka ng flea. So, kapag nag-aalaga ka ng aso at pusa and or pusa, no, make sure walang fleece. Kasi maliban sa nangangagat, pwede ka mag-allergy, 
pwede ka magkaroon ng tapeworm. So, kung may tapeworm aso, dipelidium, for sure, dati or presently, merong fleas. By the way, so pala i-mention that we were discussing yung my, my undergrad thesis was uh, intestinal helmets found in game cocks, fighting cocks. Kung patang sabungan, kukolektahin ko yung mga intestine ng mga natalo. Itignan ko anong worms. May tatlo akong may nakita eh. Capillaria, heterakis, which are both roundworms, and relatina, tapeworm ng, ng chicken. So kayo, kung kumakain kayo ng isaw, hindi na deworm ng maayos ng farmer, at yung nagluto, hindi, kinat, hindi, hindi nilinisan na maayos yung intestine, I'm sure nakakain na kayo ng worms ng manok. Anyway, because of that thesis, siguro one or two years di ako kumain ng isaw. Doc, balik lang po tayo sa flea. So, yung fleas po, yun yung sinasabing intermediate host po ng tapeworms. Specifically, um, dipelidium caninum. Kasi, uh, di ba, I, I, um, uh, binanggit ko kanina yung sparganosis, uh, dipelobothrium latum. And dipelobothrium latum is fish and soccer pods. Tapos yun nga, sa spiremetra, ang intermediate hosts nila are amphibians, reptiles, birds, and other small mammals. Kasi I mentioned earlier, yung parasites nila, they're very specific. Kapag hindi masundan yung life cycle nila, hindi ano, himakakomplete yung life cycle. For example, uh, I think in a future episode, we will be discussing heartworm. Kailangan may lamok. Kung walang lamok, hindi mabubuo life cycle ng heartworm. So very specific ang life cycle ng parasites. Nabanggit po kanina na naa-affect po yung spinal cord ng pigs, ng tapeworm. So ibig po ba sabihin, pwede po silang makakause ng paralysis or any other nervous system illnesses po? I would believe so, yeah. Uh, kapag yung sispera. Yung, ano, in this case, yung pig kasi yung, yung intermediate host, ha? Doc, may question po ako doon sa pseudophilidians. For example po, yung sections po ba niya na gravid, automatic po ba silang nahihiwalay or may iba pong hmm. nagkukos? Hindi po talaga sila nahihiwalay? Hindi, hindi siya nahihiwalay, kaya more or less mahaba sila. Kaya in the case nga ng, ano, ng uh, cyclophilidians, mas maigsi sila sa para nga mag-reproduce sila, kailangan malaglag yung, yung segments. Kung di, ma, kung di malaglag yung segments, hindi lalabas yung eggs sa, sa intestine. Sa cyclophilidians po, for, kunyari po yung isang segment na laglag siya, tapos sumama po siya dun sa, na-excrete po siya nung animal, tapos nakuha po siya hmm. ng another animal, pwede po ba siyang makapag ano makapag reproduce dun sa isa pang sa second animal or mamamatay po siya in between specific siya for example yung tenasolium no let's say tao may tenasolium dumumi siya tapos kinain ng baboy yung dumi ng tao yun magiging ano siya mag-develop siya dun yun uh, pero yun na kailangan specific species yung tamang intermediate host na kakain sa kanya paano po natin malalaman na may tapeworms yung ano animal Kapag ano, let's say sa slaughterhouse, no, may, may nag-check talaga. Kasama sa meat inspection yun. Kaya importante talaga, minsan sa isang neighborhood nakikita ko, kakatay ng baboy. Mas hati-hati na yung neighbors. Sad to say, hindi ganun ka-safe yun. Ha? Dapat talaga may meat inspection. Eh? Dapat proper slaughterhouse talaga. And again, kaya make sure your food is cooked properly. Kung hindi naluto ng maayos yan, 
doon kayo magkakaroon. Kapag po pet owners tayo, paano po natin masasabi na, ay, hala baka infected na yung, yung dogs ko, ganun po? Uh, okay, for one, kasi ang gagawin ng dog is yung, ang term scooting, yung pwedeng kinakamot sa sa heg, kasi gagalaw siya sa, sa front legs niya, di ba? Scooting yun eh. There's a big chance may worms yun, specifically sa tapeworm, yun, meron yun. Saka minsan, kapag dumumi, makita mo parang rice, tapos eh. gumagalaw pa yun eh. Yun yung segments niya. Ay, hindi pala nagpapakit yung mga aso pag, pag nagsiskot sila, iba na pala yun. Kailangan uh, sa vet. Yes, kailangan i-check yun. Ay, pwedeng, ano, makate yung anal gland niya, kailangan tigain. Pero you, you can clean it yourself or kailangan na pa-check. Kasi ang problem din sa tapeworms, may ibang dewormers would not work on tapeworms. Specific yung dewormer nila So, kailangan i-check, for example, hindi deworm, no? Kailangan i-check kung broad-spectrum dewormer, kung mag-work na ba sa tapeworm, hindi lang sa, hindi lang sa roundworms. Doc, where do tapeworms usually reside? May certain environments po ba na mas, mas mataas, mas madaming tapeworms dito kaysa sa ditong lugar? Ang dami nagsasabi, ah. Uh, Doc, wala namang pulgas yung aso ko, eh. Ba't siya nagkaroon? Ang problem is kasi, yung kapitbahay mo ba, sure ka, walang pulgas. Diba? Pwedeng doon niya nakukuha yun eh. Or kapag lumalabas ka ba? Or pupunta ka sa groomer? Or sa email? Or even vet clinic? Um, yung ibang pet owners ba? Pinapadawarin nila na maayos yung aso nila. It's one. Two. Yun nga, binanggit ko yung fleas. Nag-flea control ba sila? Pick and flea control. Uh, pick and flea prevention. And ingat ka nga rin, diba? Kasi kung malunok mo yung flea, pwedeng magkaroon ka din. May pets po ba na mas mataas yung infection rate or pare-pares lang po sa, sa iba-ibang species? Specifically food animals, meron. Di ba, binagit ko kanina, tenya solium. Apo. Sa baboy, tenya sa ginata. <laughs> sa manok, reliatina. Sa ano, lahat, meron eh. Kaya nga sila dumami eh. Kaya, kaya natin alam, di ba? Well-adjusted sila. Ay, doon kanina po sabi niyo po yung sudo, mas mahaba po siya sa cyclo. Ah, sa cyclo. Opo. Not, not, not necessarily. Kasi may mga cyclophilidias na may igsi naman. Hindi ganun kahaba. It, it, it would depend sa specific species. Though. Difference lang, yung gravid nga, hindi siya nakuputol. Pero kasi minsan may mga tail niya, ang hahaba, ilang metro. One of those shows, yung mga mahilig sa documentary, may isang tao nagpa-infection ng paper mo. Kasi belief niya, it would help him filter maduming tubig, maduming pag... Yun ang theory niya, no? Tapos nung humaba na, uminom siya ng dewormer, miniensure niya ilang metro ang haba. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Although ako, di ko gagawin yun kasi it will cause malnourishment. Kasi they, ang taper kasi they absorb yung ano, eh, nutrients sa katawan nila. Two, paano kung mag-clog yung intestine mo? Bumara. Pag po ba sobrang haba na nung ano, tapeworm, pwede po ba siyang automatic na lumabas dun sa mga butas, sa ilong, sa bibig, or sa anus? Uh, yung sa ilong, more nangyayari yan sa, ano, eh, sa bibig, more nangyayari yan sa ascaris. Pero sa tapeworm, hindi masyado. More sa uh, dumi talaga. At po, Dok, sa malnutrition, what other kinds of health problems pa po yung nabibigay ng tapeworm sa, sa pets? Can it... Um, eventually, can it lead to death? 
Um, actually, tapeworms compared sa hookworms, no? mas delikado talaga sa mga hookworms, eh, parehas kasi sa tapeworms, not... Again, binibase ko na sa experience ko, no? sa tapeworms, not so much. Yung ano po pala, yung sabi niyo po kanina, yung mga dogs po, kapag nag-scooting sila, may chance po talaga na may tapeworm sila. So, scooting lang po ba yung reaction ng mga dogs or may, adu- may iba pa pong symptoms like rice-like feces po? Yeah. Again, yun nga, yung rice, yung may parang rice ka sa feces, tas kumagal ako, makita ko yun sa dobe. Yung dipidibin, that's one, makikita mo talaga. Kasi malaking segments, eh. yung hookworm kasi uh, maliit, eh. isang pwede kasi yan. Uh, by the way, eh, may experiment ka, lunukin mo directly ang paper, hindi ka may infect. Kailangan dumaan pa siya sa intermediate host. Diba in this case, yung dapat makalunok ng fleece. Gusto yung experiment yun? <laughs> Baka po si Nigel kaya. <laughs> Sige, kung may, ano kami, may makitang paper, pasubok natin sa kanya. Hindi siya may infect. Speaking of Nigel po, may tanong po siya. Does it necessarily mean na may pag, <laughs> na pag may vitamin B deficiency, may tapeworm na po ba? Maraming ibang pwedeng causes niya. Eh. Uh, pwede may, may mga malabsorption, pwede may problema sa diet talaga. So, not necessarily. Not necessarily. So, Doc, aside po sa ano, deworming, meron pa po ibang um, parang methods of med- medications para, para sa... iwasan tapeworm. Apa. Uh, again, flea control. Para para hindi uh, ka makalunok accidentally. I'm sure nakalunok kayo, na kayo kahit once sa buhay niya. Hindi niyo lang alam. Or alam niyo lang ayaw ng aminin. Doc, kapag po ano, lumabas yung tapeworm sa kahit ano pong butas ng katawan, but safe po ba siya na hilahin? Mapuputol naman yun. Tingin ko eh. Kasi segments eh. Ang may iwan naman sa quality, I, I guess. I guess. Malalaglag na lang yun eh. Ang, tan- ang tanong, Ate Artin, kung kaya mo bang hilahin? <laughs> Himatayin muna ganun bago hilahin. I guess that's it na po for today's episode. Again, thank you so much, Dr. Carlos, for orienting us to one of the most common parasites people know. Hey, by the way, by the way, Palana, I have some giveaways if you're interested. Uh, for the listeners, I have a gift for the listeners. Um, what you can do is please like my FB page, Makati Dog and Cat Hospital. You know, FB page ko. Please like it. Then send me a message there. Tapos pakibanggit uh, CEU. Banggit mo CEU podcast. First few may mga giveaways kami. May, we have sponsors who give you some free stuff like foldable bowl, rubber bowl, some shirts, uh, some water containers if, if you guys are interested. So yun ah. Please like our page. Uh, FB page Makati Dog and Cat Hospital. And just message us there. Sabihin nyo na, bagitin nyo CEU podcast. We'll send you something for your pet. Ayan. Oh, Ang dami na nating natutunan. Meron pang pag-giveaway sila, Doc Carlos. So make sure to like their FB, FB page, Makati Dog and Cat Hospital. And Tell them that you've listened to our podcast. That is all for today's episode and for this season. Grab you guys. Fourth and last 
season na next episode. So we thank you all for the support you've given us. Again, join us on the last season as we continue to combat misconceptions and misinformation. To know more about this event and receive updates of our coming episodes, please like us on our Facebook page, CEU Microbiology Society, and follow us on Instagram at CEUMS. Thanks for listening, mga kamicro, and always remember, may it be macro or micro, every single detail is worth focusing on. Bye!